Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson. Let's just get right into it as we always do. It's time for our word for the weekend. Word for the weekend, one verse. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 4. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 4. New King James Version says it like this. Again, I saw that for all toil and every skillful work a man is envied by his neighbor. That also is vanity and grasping for the wind. Let me read that from the New Living Translation, and I guarantee you it'll make a little bit more sense to you uh, when we get into our thoughts on today. New Living Translation says it like this. Then I observe that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. But this, too, is meaningless, like chasing the wind. Let me look at this. Uh, passage of scripture here. We look at the book of Ecclesiastes in a lot of ways. Uh, the book is often trying to help us focus on what's really important in life. The book of, of Ecclesiastes is full of wisdom. It's full of knowledge. And uh, in a lot of ways, again, if you go through that book, it spends a lot of time just trying to focus us in on what's really important in life. And generally, it's not this, it's not that, it's not the material things that we so covet. It's not all of these little things that we worry about. Ecclesiastes generally will put you in a mindset of focusing on God, focusing on family, focusing on the things of life that really matters. One of the things that happens in the book of Ecclesiastes is it says a lot of talk about the fact that, uh, you know, we're going to leave here and. You know, what's really important is that we make the best of our time here, that we do all that God has put us to do here and not stress and not worry about the mundane in life. And, and, and to be honest, there's a lot of things that we think are important, but they really are mundane in the grand scheme of things. And what the book of Ecclesiastes really does is it, it basically shifts our focus when we read it and take it into our spirit to say, listen, there's a whole lot of things that happen in our lives that is simply vanity. It's simply about us. It is not really a kingdom thing. And it is not to suggest, as I often have to make this clarifying statement, it's not to suggest that God doesn't have material blessings for us. But what the book of Ecclesiastes often wants to do is make us keep it all in perspective. And I came across this verse and I thought it, uh, a good thing to share this, this thought here uh, with this particular verse. Again, I'll read a New Living Translation. Then I observed that most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. But this too is meaningless, like chasing the wind. And the, the first thought that came to my mind when I looked at this text, outside of everything that I've shared with you all uh, thus far about the book of Ecclesiastes, the first thought that I had when I read that verse is that what God has for you really and truly is for you. And when he, he makes the statement here that people are motivated to success because they envy somebody else. They're not motivated to success because this is what God told them to do. They're not motivated to success uh, on a journey for personal fulfillment. And uh, again, uh, contributing to society and, 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 and in the context of where we're speaking, adding to the kingdom of God, 
No, they're not motivated by those things. They're motivated by jealousy. They're motivated by the fact that somebody else got something and I wish I had it. And so I'm going to push myself until I have what they have. Now, again, the book of Ecclesiastes, again, this is not a a, a blanket statement. It's not talking about everybody. As I read right here, it says most people in the New Living Translation, not all people. Most people are motivated to success because they envy their neighbors. And then he says, this is meaningless. It's like chasing the wind. Put, put that in your mind very quickly. Imagine yourself outside chasing the wind. And right here, he says it's meaningless. Now, I know, again, we were living a day and time where, you know, people don't think it's meaningless to accumulate things. You know, we're dealing with that on Monday morning discipleship. We're talking about what does God have for me now? And a lot of this mentality is really about um, how can I have some stuff right now? How can I have some material things right now? But again, this book of Ecclesiastes, y'all, puts it in a mindset to say these things that you're chasing after, it's meaningless. This envy that you that you have towards your neighbor, it's meaningless. It don't mean nothing. It's like chasing the wind. And so again, as I read this, this, this verse here, put me in the thought to remind you all on today that you don't have to be jealous of anybody. You don't have to desire to have what other people have. And I want to be clear here. There's nothing wrong with you admiring what people have. They have a nice house. They have a nice job. They have a nice marriage. They have beautiful children. They have a nice car. They have nice things in the context of, of what I do for a living. They have a, they have a thriving ministry. I respect what they're doing. The Bible does not tell you that you cannot admire what your neighbor has. But, but what this verse is telling us is that it's meaningless to be motivated to success because of jealousy. It doesn't make any sense. It's like chasing the wind. Let me give you a little bit further thought on that. As I said, imagine chasing the wind. You can't grasp the wind. You can't catch the wind. You're chasing the wind. Might I suggest to you that if you're only motivated to success because you're jealous of what your neighbor does, sooner or later you're going to have new neighbors. I wish somebody could hear me right now. You're going to have some other people. And then you're going to say, well, now I want what they got. I mean, we're in a country right now where we got billionaires that are in a race trying to see who gets to space first. Whereas a lot of our mindset is if I had enough money, I'd be satisfied. And there we are. We have we have people who are not satisfied even here on Earth. So what this verse is telling us, if you look behind the words, is that we ought to do things that have meaning to them. We ought to pursue things that have meaning to them. Again, being jealous of your neighbor and chasing after stuff just because they got it, it's meaningless. So that means that you need to do some stuff that got some meaning to it. Again, what God has for you really is for you. So while you admire the things that your neighbor has, while you admire what they may have going on in their life, you can say, listen, I admire what you got. Man, I can't wait to see what God got for me. 
I admire your marriage. I can't wait to see who God has for me. I admire your skill. I can't wait till God begins to get the best out of me for my particular skill. I admire your house. I believe that God has a blessing for me down the road. This word seems to be saying that you can admire what your neighbor has, but to be jealous and to be pushed to success because of your enviousness of your neighbor. It's, it's meaningless. It's like chasing the wind because it's always going to be somebody. And then I'll say this in closing. After you've accumulated, after you've gained all the material things that you have, guess what? You'll be envious of somebody who has some things that are less quantifiable, if you will. Some things that cannot be measured after you have all of your money and all of your things. You'll be looking across at somebody and saying, listen, they just have the love of their family. I wish I had that. They just got a a, a good community. They feel good about themselves. They have high self-esteem. I wish I had that. If I can leave you here with this again, one more time, what God has for you really is for you. I've had to learn that. Many of you listening to me have had to learn that. I've had to learn that this ministry that I have, it doesn't need to be like anybody else's ministry in order to be effective. It simply means to be what God told me it was supposed to be. And since he is the architect, I should follow his design. I don't have to be jealous of what other people are doing. You that are listening to me right now, you don't have to be jealous of what other people are doing. You don't have to be envious of your neighbor. You can clap for people and still go on about your business and do what God has told you to do. You don't have to spend all your time, as the text says, chasing the wind. You don't have to spend all of your energies trying to be like anybody else except who God called you to be. There is a blessing in being what God called you to be. There is a meaningfulness, if that's a word, in being what God has called you to be. You don't have to be jealous of anybody else. You don't have to try to be like anybody else. Your motivation to succeed should be because God has called you to succeed. And let me be clear here. Success is defined by what God says it is, not what man says it is. So you have to keep that in your spirit. Whatever God told me to do, if I do that, I have succeeded. I don't have to keep up with the Joneses. I don't have to look over my fence to see what my neighbor is doing because I'm too busy doing what God has called me to do. Be encouraged on today. Be encouraged, my brother, my sister. What God has for you really is for you. Don't worry about what your neighbor's got going on. You can clap for them and you can admire them, but then you need to get back to what God has called you to do. I hope that that blessed somebody on this weekend. That's our word for the weekend. Uh, Again, we hope that you've been blessed by what we shared on today. Let me give you our tag as we always do. If you'd like to keep up with us on the ministry side, the best way to do that, www.krjministries.org. If you would like to purchase any of our written works, uh, the best way to do that, www.krjpublishing.com. As always, we encourage you to subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen to us on whatever platform. Hit that subscribe button so that you can know when new episodes come available. And we believe that you'll be blessed by that. If you would like to support us, you can do so via PayPal at paypal.me forward slash KRJ Ministries. Again, that's paypal.me forward slash 
KRJ Ministries. And by the way, if that's a little bit too complicated, go to the ministry's website, www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. Again, www.krjministries.org forward slash donate. You can donate there as well. That's all the time that we've got for Word for the Weekend. Again, I pray that you all were blessed by what we had to share on this week. God bless you and God keep you is my prayer. We'll see you all all next time. Be blessed.